Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Welcome to this glorious mess, big kids. It's Mama Mia's podcast for parents who are all asking the same question. How is it school holidays already? My name's Holly Wainwright. I have two kids, Matilda and Billy, who are at primary school. And I'm Andrew Dado. I've got three kids. One who's on, on what are those, gap year. Gap years, gap years. Another one, 21, who's normal and, um, and a 16-year-old who's on holidays and is sleeping a lot. Yeah. And you can't really say to them, hey, Get up. Young people do sleep Go, a lot. I know, I know. I remember when I was like probably Felix's age, on a Sunday, if I got out of bed before lunchtime, well, I was doing well. This is unacceptable behaviour. What about three-hour naps in the afternoon? I mean, I know, like I don't care, like knock yourself out because I can take a quick one hour myself. Jackie's at work <laughs> still, in public school system. Everybody's sleeping. Everyone's sleeping. On today's show, we're going to be talking about report cards, school report cards, and whether or not you should let your kids read them. And, of course, is this glorious mess really possible without our nails and fails of the week? Of course not. But to start off, Andrew, yeah. people are panic buying toilet rolls again. Not? Yes, well, are they? Are. They actually Where you are. are. This is the I downside of the mum telegraph, right? So as we're recording this, there's an, uh, a resurgence of coronavirus in Melbourne. Now, it's quite a concentrated outbreak, yeah. and we've recently spoken to Dr. Norman Swan for the bonus episode you'll see in the feed this Sunday, yeah. and he says, we're going to have to learn to live with this. It's going to keep happening, little bursts of yeah. it. But anyway, it sparked off everybody thinking in Melbourne that they need to buy toilet paper. Again. What, the what? doomsday thing, it's like, mm. here we go again. They're going to send us into lockdown. Everything. But the thing is, is we've already been through this, yeah. and toilet paper was not the problem. No. Anyway... That's in Melbourne. I live in Sydney. It's My mom, the Mum Telegraph is like text messages in the or the WhatsApp group. I'm going to the supermarket. Do you want me to get? <laughs> you? Do you want me to get? Well, you? they've limited the numbers again. I know. They're like, do you want me to get you some toilet paper? I'm like, no, I've got toilet paper. Oh, no, no, you definitely need a spare pack. I'm like, no, I don't. Not no, no, no. Yes, you do. I'll get you a 24 pack while I'm there. And I'm just like, so the panic buying is back. Yeah. Is it like a parental thing? Like, is it? That we are programmed to panic about looking after the kids and so it, but it just seems we've all just lived through this and we know how annoying it was that everybody went and bought all yeah. the things. That doesn't look like it's happening again that we're all going into lockdown, but even if it is. Well, they might, they, they will, well. They might lock down bits of Melbourne. What do I listen to me? Well, you know, Holly, but we don't know. But anyway, <laughs> didn't people learn the first time? Yeah. Do you think. Do you and and I and I, I'm not saying this. I just suspect that we are actually just as individuals, possibly quite selfish. Very. And so what we're doing is, well, look, if I'm okay, it'll all be okay. I'll be okay. PSA, everybody, calm down. We've all been through this. Let's hold hands. We'll get through it again if it happens. 
I was PSA public service announcement. It is. I, all that time you're talking, I'm watching your lips move, but my head's going, PSA, PSA. <laughs> Leave the toilet paper on the shelf. Yeah, and the yeast. And the, and Enough the with the yeast. Well, that's because of the sourdough. Oh, is that a different trend? Uh, that's Well, it's like everybody did that in lockdown, was learned how to bake bread. You got any uh, white bread? So every week we talk about something, could be going on in our lives, could be a listener dilemma, a personal story. Today we're talking about the fact that it's just been the end of school term. Now your kids may already be on holiday. My kids are on holiday as of today, Friday. Um, But end of term means school reports. And that's even in the COVID age. So I think school reports are going to be really difficult to do because for half the year, half the term they weren't there. Simon applied himself as far as we know. They have no idea what went on at home. No one does. And that's good. Uh, the school my kids are at, what happened is that the... T- House of Holly. Some of the teachers... No, no, the actual school that oh. they're at. Some parents who were much better than me at homeschooling went back to school and were like, here is all the work we oh did. God. Would you like to mark it and appreciate it? And the teachers were like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very validating for crap parents like me who are just like, just scanned the occasional thing. Anyway, anyway, I digress. School report time. Yeah. Now, I remember telling you Last pointing year, at me again. Telling you that I made the fatal error of opening the school reports at the dinner table in front of both the kids. Yeah. And reading them out. And <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Why? What but, is so, but, wrong with but, me? So just thinking back, do you reckon you were doing that to celebrate the greatness of what they'd achieved? Or do you oh. think it was more of a learning to go, listen, you guys, listen to this? I just think like, what do you sometimes think? I just don't think right, right. what I'm doing. Think. And I was like, oh, school reports. And mm. I opened them and I'm like, oh. And then I was like, oh. And then I was like, <laughs> oh. And then one of them was good and one of them was bad. And it's anyway, I'll never do that again. But I was reading this article in Today's Parents that reminded me a, how much of a dumb idea that was, but also she, it was written by a school teacher who's a parent and she says she never, ever lets her kids read their reports. I want to know, did you ever let your kids read their reports and do you think that her reasons why your kids should never read their reports stand up? Yeah, okay. Well, let's first say what her reasons for not letting her kids read they are. And the first is that it can damage their intrinsic motivation to learn. What she's saying is that the kids, that when they're young, they want to learn because they just want to learn. I just want to know more. And if you say, well, if you learn more and do well and get an A for that, then they're not learning for the sake of learning. They're learning because they think there could be a reward attached, which is the A, which is your parents love. Big hugs. <laughs> oh, my God, Billy got an A. You know, that sort of thing. So, which is, it seems like a fair reason to, to not because that's it, it, you, you know, that's really interesting yeah. because that is a divide between parents between the ones who go you'll get fifty dollars if you get an A yeah and ones who go you should try hard because should you should just, want to try hard yeah so um, that's her first reason the comments aren't written for students that's her second reason and they're not and and just on that you know I think it's very very difficult for teachers now because they have to work from a bank of set responses which makes me totally disregard. I know, it's not like in our in our day. Oh, when they could geez. just write wherever they yeah. wanted and they'd just write like Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure he's a right little smart ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it can affect their self esteem. So again that A, B, C, D, and then kids are competitive. That's this is the fourth reason for not letting them read it. Because if your kid gets an A and my kid gets a C, then I'm gonna think that you're better than me and then they're going to be learning again for the wrong reasons. So so those are all her reasons, her reasons for why for you should never them. let your kid read the report card. What do you think? Uh, we, our, we didn't hide our kids' report cards. We didn't hide NAPLAN from them either. Our kids actually did quite well at, through school. 
you don't let them read their reports, but you don't have to worry about it because they all get A's anyway. No, they don't all. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> yes, says Andrew. No, yes. well, okay. Well, look, so Felix is very smart. So, so I know. So, no, no. So th- 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 He's hang on. studying aeronautical yeah, know, engineering. Exactly. So it's so it's very it's, yeah. So it's very hard. He's a rocket so, scientist. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's very hard. It's just that's how he's wired. So, I used so, to spe- I don't know about hiding the reports from the kids, but when I was a kid, I hid my reports from my parents yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, "Didn't you bring the report home today?" And I'd be like, "No, <laughs> she must have forgotten to give it to yeah. me." So <laughs> they'd be like, "I don't think so." <laughs> don't even worry about the reports because a they're written in mumbo jumbo because there's just standard sanitized comments the more important thing is the parent teacher which is where you find more out about your kid because the teacher talks in real terms that's where we found out bibby failed um whatever french in year 11 or something whatever subject it was and the teacher goes so you told your parents she went no <laughs> Busted. And they turned purple, like just bluster. So anyway, I, you know, I wouldn't even worry about the well, reports. Well, I'm going to conduct an me. experiment uh, because we haven't got the reports yet, but I imagine they'll be coming. Actually, they'll probably be after the holidays because I think they're all on a bit of a lag after the COVID craziness. But I'm going to not read them to the kids and see if they express any interest in them at all because I wonder how much <laughs> they care. You know what I mean? Matilda should probably care a bit more. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm, so I'm well, gonna withhold the reports. I'm gonna go. Thank you very much. Put them away. Read them when they're in bed, and then if they ask, uh, that will be interesting. And then I'll unleash hell on them. What about what about <laughs> what about reading them and then leaving them leaving the envelope on the table for them to know that you've got the report? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. And I mean, then we'll see. I'll yeah, report back. Go yeah. waiting for someone to say something. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh yeah, dodge that bullet. Or they don't care about me enough. To, see, it's fraught with. So just. It is. I don't know. Tell us, well, do you let your kids read their school reports? Do you think that's important? Is it important to sit down and go through it with them or is it information for you to digest and interpret for them? Tell us. We want to know. You can call us anytime on the pod phone on 02 or you can email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au or you can join the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group. There are so many choices. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're about to do Nailed and Failed, and we would also love to hear from you on those, so don't hesitate to send us some. Nailed it. You failed it. It is Nailed and Failed time. How did you do this week? Tell me. As a family maintenance man, uh, you know. Uh, the potterer, the tinkerer, the man the, in the yeah, shed. that's the job, uh, especially now in COVID, you know, so, like, not much work on, so if there's something to be fixed, and I'll do it, and I bloody will do it. So Jackie goes, my brakes on my bike are a bit squidgy. Now, her electric bike has changed her whole That's world. That's right. You said she's she, riding yeah, to she work. Loves she loves it. Happier than, you know, you can imagine. Literally happier, just like Mary Poppins. Did she ride a bike? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she goes, the brakes are a bit spongy. I said, I can fix that. So I just applied normal brake logic to special fancy new brakes and snapped it and put her off the road. Sometimes the maintenance man gets things wrong. Was the, did the be, maintenance man get in trouble? He, he did. <laughs> he, he did in the third person. So like a good maintenance man, he said, I'll go to the bike shop and get it fixed properly because we've all, you know, I'll fix the toilet. I'll fix it. So I did that one. But I don't know if you've realised or been to a bike shop lately, if you go into a bike store, there are no bikes. Yes, there's, I do know this because we wanted to buy Billy a bike for his yeah. birthday and we did, but it was a mission. Yeah, and there's... No bikes. And for the, all the people who have bikes, they all are getting their bikes fixed. So it is a 
six-week wait to get the bike back on the road. So you've you've ruined Jackie's little pocket of happiness, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <gasps> Woo! So he's, the guy goes, how did you snap the – I said, well, I just applied the lot. If I unscrew that bit there, that will increase tension on the handle. And he goes – I said, how do you do it? And he went, here. And it's a different screw in a different spot. I said, how would I have ever found that? And he went, with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Fair enough. Oh, I love it. Snap. Anyway, I look, I'll get. It. It, I'll. I will get it fixed. But everyone, don't worry. Don't worry about Jackie. Jack's going to be okay. She'll be right. Mary She'll Poppins. be okay. That's Jackie so Poppins funny. is going to be fine. Uh, I need to tell you about my nail because I did the dog shoot with my dog that you did with your dog. So my, <laughs> there's a. We, we'll put a link in. Do you when, know she heard the show. Yeah, I do. When, when. <laughs> She's very upset. I know. I know she is. I'm going to make it right. There's an amazing photographer called Suzanne, Susanna Stevenson, and she is doing a charity project, taking pictures of people on their doorsteps with their dogs. And it's all for therapy dogs. It's a really good cause, raising money for a good cause. Anyway, Andrew did it, and he was unhappy with how his dog looked. <laughs> Not with how Suze took the pictures, but just that his dog had a fatter ass than he thought no, she I didn't, did. No, I didn't say she had a fat ass. I said she had a bull neck. Anyway. She's a beautiful dog. So uh, we had to get in on the action. Matilda was beside herself and Suze came round to our tiny place and took some pictures of the dog. Anyway, the reason it's a nailed is because or anyone who listens to this show heard me for years talking about dogs, right, and getting a dog and should we get a dog. Procrastinating about And saying, a dog. I don't think so. And now anyone who listens to the show knows that now we are so besotted with our dog in our family. And this just consolidated it because Matilda, not Billy so much, but Matilda was like the proud stage mum of of getting Elvie's picture taken. And Elvie's six months old and she's not very well trained. So she can't, she doesn't sit and stay. She doesn't do any of that very well. So it was a bit of a mission for Suze and us. But Matilda just loves that dog. And it brings me so much happiness to see the way she like loops her arms around her neck and she's so patient. The dog, uh, Elvie dog, is so patient yeah. with the kids. Yeah. And Billy, who is a bit more unpredictable with her, but lies on her back like she's a bed, you know, like <laughs> plays with her ears, waggles them around, and she just takes it. She's yeah. just calm. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy that we got the dog nailed, nailed, nailed. And we'll put a link, obviously, to Suze's great work when it all comes out so yeah. that people can and so how are the photos? give some money to the excellent cause. Uh, they are beautiful. Yeah. My LV dog is beautiful, although my brother in England obviously got sick of LV spam in the family WhatsApp group and went and got the cutest puppy <laughs> you have ever seen in your life. It's a Springer Spaniel. It's about like teacup size and it's just and he's just spamming the WhatsApp group all the time and Matilda's like oh, she's kind of cute that dog <laughs> anyway nailed it dogs nailed it did, I'll stop talking about my did, dog hang now. on did Elvie manage to get her ears up his, his ears no, up her ears up her no ears. she didn't but she yeah. looked so cute she gave the head so, to I'll show you the, I'll okay. show it to you so that's sort of the issue is what Spuddy was doing she's been compliant with her ears down and you know it's kind of keen for her to get her ears up <laughs> you so you're the stage parent, and no my question. Matilda. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, you know, your kids have to succeed somehow. <laughs> they need a push. That is all we have time for on this Glorious Mess Big Kids this week. Remember, you can always listen to this Glorious Mess Little Kids with Lee Campbell and Tegan Natoli if you've got kids or you know somebody who does who are under five, babies, toddlers. But as I always say, no rules. You can listen to Tegan and Lee. You can listen to us. You can listen to both. You can share your nailed and faileds on the pod phone 028999386 or get on the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group. 
or email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. Like, I'd like to know how you feel about when photographing your dog, you know? Like, seriously. <laughs> Can you ever capture their unique yeah. cuteness? This Glorious Mess Big Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode is produced by the wonderful Priya Tahirzadeh. Thanks, Priya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.